Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I'm going to go over my review of NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. Uh, starting off with night one, we have Pete Dunn versus Kushida. Uh, starting off the match, it's pretty much a back-and-forth matchup between Dunn and Kushida. Dunn hits a devastating X-Plex on Kushida, throwing Kushida right on the apron. Absolutely brutal. Dunn and Kushida both exchange chops in the middle of the ring. Kushida then hits a springboard back elbow on Dunn. That was absolutely brutal. Kushida's pretty much keeping the pace at that point. Dunn then hits his uh, joint manipulation on Kushida, and then Dunn finally hits the bitter end on Kushida. Pins it for the three, and your winner of the match is Pete Dunn. Again, man, this was a really, really good match, in my honest opinion. It was a great opening match for night one. Um, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen with Dunn next, man. I I feel like Pete Dunn, um, you know, obviously he was gone from NXT for a little while, um, like, you know, months ago, obviously with the COVID stuff. Um, and then he had that little thing with Pat McAfee and stuff like that. Um, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen next. I think, he, obviously, he's still working with Danny Birch and uh, Oni Lorcan. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to what's going to happen with Pete Dunne next. But this was a great match. Hats off to Pete Dunne for getting the win in this match. After that match, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is the gauntlet match, which the winner of that match will go on tonight, too, to face Johnny Gargano for his North American Championship. Um, in this match, we have Isaiah Swerve Scott, Leon Ruff, Bronson Reed, Dexter Loomis, Cameron uh, Cameron Grimes, and L.A. Knight. Um, this was a great match, man. It was a back-and-forth match. Uh, Swerve pins Ruff. Ends up, uh, Ruff is uh, eliminated from the match. It's a great showing by Dexter Loomis. Loomis and Reed both exchange in the middle of the ring, which got the crowd completely hyped. Reed then hits a devastating Samoan drop on L.A. Knight. Then Reed ends up hitting a senton on L.A. Knight, pins him for the three, and L.A. Knight is eliminated. Which, to be honest with you, I was completely shocked that he was eliminated that fast. Now, in my preview predictions, I picked either Dexter Loomis or L.A. Knight. Now, I don't know what L.A. Knight's going to be doing um, in NXT, obviously, a.k.a. Eli Drake. Um, but I thought, it, for me, honestly, I thought it was going to be a better showing by uh, L.A. Knight than what I, you know, what I saw, for sure. But um, moving on from that, L.A. Knight is eliminated. Loomis is then eliminated as well. Swerve hits a roll-up on Grimes, pins Grimes for the three. Grimes is now eliminated. Reed and Swerve are now the final two uh, competitors in this match. Swerve hits a devastating 450 splash off the top rope on Reed. Reed then hits a splash off the top rope on Swerve, pins it for the three, and your winner of the match and moving on to face Johnny Gargano on night two for the North American Championship is Bronson Reed. Again, man couple things I took away from this match. Number one, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed is a very, that dude is, a, he's a unit, man. That guy, he, he kind of reminds me, you know, I was watching it on night one and when I saw him wrestle, my instant thought was, man, this guy reminds me a lot of Earthquake. You know, from the attire that he wears, the ring, his size, um, he kind of gave me, you know, Earthquake vibes and maybe Bam Bam Bigelow, man, to be 100% honest. But uh, hats off to Bronson Reed, man. That guy, is one hell of a competitor. Hats off to him for getting the win in this match. After that match, we got our next match on the card as well. It is Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa for Walter's NXT UK Championship. Starting off the match, Walter is landing devastating chops on Ciampa. Pretty much a back-and-forth matchup, though, between the two. Walter then hits a German suplex on Ciampa. Ciampa then gets up, hits what looks like a white noise off the top rope on Walter. That looks absolutely devastating. Walter and Ciampa both exchange chops in the middle of the ring. Walter then hits two devastating power bombs on Ciampa. Walter then hits a chop on Ciampa again. Pins him for the three, and your winner of the match and still NXT UK champion 
is Walter. Number one, man, this was a fantastic match, in my honest opinion. A um, couple things I took away from this match. Number one, Champa, and I, I stated this in my preview predictions, man. Champa is an absolute legend for NXT, man. Without you can't have NXT without Champa. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with Johnny Gargano. Those guys, man, put NXT on their backs and ran with it. Now, Walter, I mean, Walter's been on one hell of a tear since he got into NXT. I mean, I believe he's had that belt or held that belt for like 700 some odd days. That's pretty damn impressive, man. It, it honestly is. It's pretty impressive. And I, I like Walter's gimmick, man. I like the, you know, the old school vibe you get from Walter, man, with the theme music and, you know, he's got the jacket. You know, kind of, you know, I'm not going to now credit. I'm not going to sit here and say Walter is like Andre the Giant. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that. But, you know, with the entrance music and stuff and how he carries himself, it kind of gives off Andre the Giant vibes, man. And I, I respect the hell out of that. Um, again, you know, with this match, again, hats off to Walter for getting the win. I have no idea what's going to be next for Walter or Tommaso Ciampa. I have no idea. Um, but again, this for me on night one, this was definitely one of the matches that I was definitely Really, really looking forward to. But hats off to Walter for getting the win. After that match, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is the Grizzled Young Veterans versus MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, starting off the match, Wild and Mendoza pretty much keeping the pace of the match. Pretty much a back-and-forth matchup, though, with all teams. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma is showing great uh, tag team work in this match. Wesley hits a finish on Gibson. Ends up pinning him for the three, and your winners of the match and new NXT Tag Team Champions is MSK. This was not a bad match, man. This was a really good tag team match. Um, my hats go off not only because they won the match, but MSK, man. MSK is one hell of a tag team. Absolutely, man. And, you know, you hear Beth Phoenix on commentary say they kind of give off vibes of the Hardy Boys. Um, and she's not wrong. She's not wrong. I, I mean, obviously, you know... Being my thing is this: this tag team came in. I think they, I believe they came over from Impact Wrestling. Um, obviously, tra- trained at the Performance Center and got their opportunity to be on NXT's roster. Um, one hell of a job, man. On and, and not just them, man. All the teams that were involved in this match, uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans, fantastic tag team as well, man. I see a lot coming from them in the near future. And Legato Del Fantasma, man. They that is one hell of a team. You know, hats off to all these teams in this match. But again, especially hats off to MSK for getting a win in this match and becoming the new NXT Tag Team Champions. After that match, we're going to our next match on the card as well. It is the main event of night one. It is Io Shirai defending her NXT Women's Championship against Raquel Gonzalez. Starting off the match, Gonzalez pretty much keeping up the pace in the match, showing her strength in the match as well. Io then gets up, hits a hurricane runner off the top rope on Gonzalez. That was absolutely devastating. Gonzalez then hits an elbow drop on EO. EO then gets up, hits a 619 on Gonzalez. EO then hits a moonsault off the top rope on Gonzalez as well. EO then hits a crossbody off the skull on Gonzalez. Now, there was a skull on the stage structure that she climbed. Somehow she got on top of that and jumped off and landed a brutal crossbody on Gonzalez, man, on the stage. Man, it was absolutely brutal, man. Uh, EO Shirai is just on another level. Uh, but uh, EO hits another moonsault on Gonzalez, but Gonzalez. Gonzalez ends up hitting the finish on EO. Pincer for the three, and your winner of the match and new NXT Women's Champion is Raquel Gonzalez. Fantastic match, man. Great match. These ladies tore the house down. Um, in my preview predictions, I had EO winning this match. 
I, that's me being brutally honest. I had her win in the match. Um, I will say this. Because Raquel Gonzalez had won, I can definitely see Io Shirai moving to the main roster, maybe if not after Mania. Probably Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Um, usually they have a lot of, you know, usually they have call-ups after WrestleMania. I think Io Shirai is going to be one of them. There is nothing more that woman can do on that women's roster in NXT. She's done it all, man. Um, but then again, usually, you know, the whole thing with NXT, people moving up to the main roster, they usually don't have a uh, exciting career ahead of them in uh, on the main roster because Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon don't know how to book these people from NXT, which is a damn shame. Um, after that, obviously, we move into night two, which, again, man, night two was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, starting off night two, we have our first match of the night. It is Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar for the NXT Cruiserweight unification match in a ladder match, I should say. Um, starting off the match, Devlin es- Escobar exchange in the middle of the ring. Devlin then hits a standing moonsault on Escobar. Devlin then hits an acai moonsault on Escobar on the outside. Absolutely devastating. Escobar then gets up, throws Devlin into the ladder. Escobar then hits a drop kick using the ladder on Devlin. Devlin then gets up, throws Escobar into the ladder as well. Escobar then goes to throw Devlin off the ladder, but Devlin turns it into a DDT instead. Escobar then hits a Tope Sobacito on Devlin into the ladder on the outside. Escobar then hits a jumping knee strike on Devlin. Devlin then gets up, hits a springboard cutter on Escobar that was absolutely brutal. Devlin then hits a moonsault off the ladder on Escobar that was absolutely perfect. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma are here. They show up. They end up uh, throwing Devlin off the ladder. Devlin then hits a Spanish fly off the top of the ladder on Escobar that was absolutely insane, man. Devlin and Escobar both exchange on the top of the ladder. Escobar ends up hitting a headbutt on Devlin, sending Devlin to the ladder in the corner down below. Escobar then grabs both the championships, and your winner of the match and new, pretty much undisputed cruiserweight champion is Santos Escobar. A couple things I took away from this match. Number one, this match was not that bad. I'm not going to sit here and say it was the greatest match I've ever seen. Um, A couple things I will say about this match. Um, It looked like, in my honest opinion, that Santos Escobar was scared to climb that ladder. In my honest opinion. He looked like he had a little, uh, you know, scared of heights kind of deal. Um, Devlin looked fantastic, man. That moonsault that he landed off the top of the ladder was absolutely brutal. Um, and the Spanish fly. The Spanish fly, man, is one of the, one of my favorite moves. And him pulling that off on the top of that ladder on Escobar was absolutely insane, man. Um, again, this was a really good match. Especially for opening night two, this was a great match opening night two. Hats off to Santos Escobar for getting the win and becoming pretty much the undisputed cruiserweight champion for NXT. After that match, we move to our next match on the card as well. It is The Way versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Starting off the match, The Way attack Ember and Shotzi. The Way is pretty much keeping the pace of the match. Shotzi hits an enziguri on LeRae. Harwell then hits a powerbomb with Ember and Shotzi and LeRae off on the top rope, brutal spot. Shotzi then hits a tope sobacito on LeRae and Hartwell. They looked absolutely brutal, man. When she went for that tope sobacito, she completely missed LeRae and Hartwell, and her head smacked that, like, fenced barricade that was on the side of the ring, man. It looked absolutely brutal, man. It really did. After that, uh, Shotzi hits a step-up enziguri on Hartwell. Ember then hits an eclipse off the top rope on both LeRae and Hartwell. Shotzi then hits what looks like a coffin drop on Hartwell off the top row. Pins her for the three, and your winners of the match, and still NXT Women's Tag Team Champions are Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Again, this was not a bad match, man. Um, I will say this, though. For 
to have a NXT Women's Tag Team Championship or a Women's Tag Team Championship, NXT should have it. Um, I feel like their women's division is a lot better than majority of the companies that are out there right now, AEW and the main roster. You know, And I'm not going to sit here and say that you know, AEW is not good or the main roster, but <clears throat> they can create teams in, a, um, in NXT to you know have a great match and put on great teams and, you know, have the, the championship blossom, if you will, rather than what you would see on the main roster on AEW right now, because AEW just doesn't have the women's roster to even remotely have an AEW women's tag team championships in the main roster. I mean, yeah, they have the, uh, you know, the main, the WWE women's tag team champions, but I mean, let's be real, man. It, it's not really the, the people right now. You have Shannon Baszler and Nia Jax being the tag team champions when everybody knows damn well that, they're better off being singles competitors. That's just the way I see it. But great match, great showing by Ember Moon and Shanti Blackheart. After that match, we have our next match on the card as well. It is Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed for Gargano's NXT North American Championship. Uh, starting about the match, Reed's pretty much showing his strength. Reed's landing devastating chops on Johnny. Gargano is pretty much trying to keep the pace though. Gargano hits a devastating Frankensteiner on Reed. That was absolutely brutal. I don't know. I don't even know how the hell he even landed that. Reed then throws Gargano into the ring. Reed then hits a powerbomb on Gargano. Gargano then gets up, hits two slingshot DDTs on Reed, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match, and still NXT North American champion, is Johnny Gargano. Not a bad match, man. And again, you know, hats off to Gargano for getting the win, but you got to give credit for Chris, dude, man. This guy, Reed, man, went through a gauntlet match night one. Here he is. Night two facing one of the top guys for NXT and Johnny Gargano, and he gave it his absolute best, man. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff in the near future that's going to happen for Bronson Reed in a good way, man. I could see him being NXT champion somewhere down the line, absolutely. Hats off to Bronson Reed, but especially hats off to Gargano for getting the win and retaining his NXT North American Championship. After that match, we go into our next match on the card as well. It is Finn Balor defending his NXT Championship against Karrion Cross. Starting off the match, pretty much a back-and-forth matchup between Baylor and Cross. Cross shows his strength, though, against Finn Baylor. Finn is working on the arms of Cross. Finn is keeping the pace at this point. Finn then hits a missile dropkick on Cross. Finn then hits a coup de gras off the top rope on Cross. Cross then somehow just starts beating the hell out of Finn Baylor. Man, it looks like he knocked him right out. Then Cross hits a uh, forearm smash behind Finn Baylor's head. Pretty much knocks him out. Pins him for the three and your winner of the match and new NXT champion. Is carrying Cross. In my premium predictions, I had Cross winning. Now, I will say this if Cross were to lose, I could totally see him going to the main roster, man. I'm not going to sit here and say the same thing about Finn Balor. Obviously, WWE, Vince, and, you know, the creative at the time didn't see, you know, that they needed to use Finn Balor on the main roster, um, which I think is complete BS, in my honest opinion. Um, I don't, I don't think, I'll be very surprised if Finn goes back. I, I definitely don't see that. But if Cross were to lose this match, if he would have lost that match last night, I can definitely see Cross probably going to the main roster because Vince, you know, he was really, you know, he was all for Lars Sullivan, and obviously everybody knows how that all went down. Um, and he likes the bigger athletes, man. And Cross is that guy's a unit, man. He is a beast. Um, so I, I, if he would have lost this match, I can definitely see Cross going to the main roster. But uh, fortunately for us, Cross ended up winning the NXT Championship, and now he's the new NXT Champion. Hats off to him for getting the win in this match. After that, we go into our main event of night two. It is Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. Starting off the match, O'Reilly and Cole both quickly exchange in the middle of the ring. 
Cole then hits O'Reilly with a chair shot. Cole then hits a neck breaker on O'Reilly on a chair. Cole then applies a figure four on O'Reilly in the ring, but O'Reilly reverses the figure four, pretty much breaks the hold at that point. Cole then hits a backstabber on O'Reilly. Cole then hits a shining wizard on O'Reilly as well. O'Reilly then gets up, hits a devastating brain buster on the announce table on Cole that was absolutely brutal. Cole then gets up, hits a step-up enziguri on O'Reilly. O'Reilly then applies a triangle choke on Adam Cole. Adam Cole then hits O'Reilly with a tire iron that breaks the hold. Adam Cole then hits the ref. Cole then hits a Panama uh, Sunrise on O'Reilly. O'Reilly then gets up, applies a guillotine on Adam Cole. Cole then breaks the hold by putting uh, each other through the ramp. Like the whole, they went through the entire ramp, man. Absolutely brutal spot. Cole then gets up, hits a suplex on O'Reilly, hitting the steps. Absolutely devastating. O'Reilly then gets up, hits a running knee strike on Adam Cole. O'Reilly then hits a knee drop using a chain on Adam Cole in the back of his neck. Look, absolutely devastating. Pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Kyle O'Reilly. And again, in my preview predictions, I had Kyle O'Reilly winning this match for a bunch of reasons, man. Number one, I think it was Kyle O'Reilly's time. Number two, this was an unsanctioned match. And even if they were going to build off this match, Cole could say, yeah, you might have beat me, but it was an unsanctioned match. Did not count. So, but in my honest opinion, the only thing I'll say bad about this match, and this might, you know, irritate some people, I feel like this match went on way too longer than it needed to be. And not only that, you know, the commentary team did not sell this match whatsoever, man. And I'm going to say it, man. If it was Mauro Ronaldo, he would have sold the hell out of this match. Vic Joseph just doesn't do it, man. He just doesn't. Vic Joseph on commentary is just brutal. And some people have their disagreements with Michael Cole. And don't get me wrong. You know, at times Michael Cole can, you know, be a little stale. But at the same time, Michael Cole will sell you a main event. Vic Joseph ain't doing it. He's just not doing it. I'm sorry. You know, hats again, Beth Phoenix, great job. Wade Barrett, great job. Vic Joseph, no. No shot. No shot. Absolutely not. That's my only two things I would say about this match alone. The commentary from Vic Joseph was awful. He was not selling this main event whatsoever. And I feel like the match went on way too longer than it needed to be. You know, I think it was close to what? Like a 30, 40-minute match? Nah, man. And then, and, and in a way, they were kind of, you know, dragging a little bit, trying to get it to the, the time limit I guess they wanted it to be. But I just feel like the time wasn't needed in this match. And again, with the horrible commentary from Vic Joseph, did not make the situation any better. They weren't selling this match at all, man. I mean, you had that video package in the beginning of the show, and then you had the video package again before their match. And the video package was the it was way better than the commentary we were getting through this match. And in my honest opinion, as far as having night one and night two for NXT TakeOver, I don't think it's needed, man. I just don't. NXT, to me, was always great when it was one night. Because they always put on the best matches on TakeOver. TakeOver, man, I mean, they put on legendary matches for TakeOvers. You know, and obviously now they're moving to uh, Tuesday nights, which I know they're having a new debut um, on Tuesday. I think her name's like Frankie Monet or something like that. Um I know who that person is. You know, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but I have a really good feeling I know who that person is going to be that's going to show up Tuesday. Um, I, and all I think I will say is she's a former Impact Wrestling talent. I'll just say that. I'm, I'm pretty – I'm almost 90% sure that's who it is, and that's where they came from is Impact Wrestling. But I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys. I want you guys to check out the show. But as far as the show as a whole, I always give these shows a rating out of 1 out of 10. I'm going to give this show a 7.5, man. I, I don't think it was the best. Um, again, 
haven't really been watching a whole lot of NXT in my, in my defense. But I want to give it a 7.5 for some of the matches I've seen. Obviously, the Adam Cole O'Reilly match was awesome. I just feel like it went a little too longer than it needed to be. And Vic Joseph really wasn't selling it on commentary at all. Um, the Io Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez match was fantastic. I think Io is on her way to the main roster, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty much, at this point, it's pretty much safe to say that she's on her way to the main roster, unfortunately, because, and I say unfortunately because you guys know that watch NXT and watch the guys, you know, the men and women from NXT go to the main roster. You guys know that they're not utilized correctly. Aleister Black, Ricochet, um, Almas, you know, that's just to name a couple that came over from NXT, man. They're just not being utilized correctly. Um, and, I, and I feel bad for Rhea Ripley. Now, credit Rhea Ripley has a great opportunity against Asuka, you know, this weekend at WrestleMania. But will she win? I don't see it. I think it's a little bit too soon for Rhea Ripley. Um, but she's a fantastic athlete, a fantastic competitor. And I hope they're able to utilize her correctly because I think she deserves it. Um, but, yeah, I had to give the show a 7.5, man. This is – it wasn't the worst takeover I've ever seen, but it, it, damn, it, it definitely wasn't the best. For sure. Um, I've seen a whole lot better takeovers, and I've seen a lot of bad ones as well. But um, this is my review of NXT's TakeOver Stand and Deliver. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful, and remember, stay classic. Peace.